Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, April 12th, and we're bringing you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. Politicians in New York are condemning a shooting that's left 16 people injured, including 10 people shot on a subway train. The incident took place as the train approached a station in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, around 8.30 this morning. Mayor Eric Adams, who has COVID, said via video message. We would not allow New Yorkers to be terrorized, even by a single individual. NYPD is searching for the suspect at large. And we will find him. And at a press conference, Governor Kathy Hochul took a moment to condemn the city's rising violence. And we say no more. No more mass shootings. No more disrupting lives. No more creating heartbreak for people just trying to live their lives as normal New Yorkers. It has to end. It ends now. NYPD confirmed the incident is not currently being investigated as an act of terrorism. However, the suspect fled the station after the incident and is still at large. U.S. stocks climbed after the Labor Department dropped its Consumer Price Index report, which measures inflation, while the March CPI rose 8.5 percent over the last 12 months, marking the highest level in over 40 years. Core inflation rose just 0.3 percent month over month. Core inflation tracks the cost of goods and services, not including food and energy, and economists think it may have peaked, probably the main silver lining from today's report. Gold, oil, and Bitcoin are also up in addition to the stock indexes. We're less than a month away from the start of the WNBA season, and the league's biggest star, Brittany Griner, won't be on the court. She's still detained in Russia after authorities allegedly found her carrying cannabis oil at a Moscow airport in February. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert says they're still working with, quote, everybody in our ecosystem to bring Griner home. But the White House hasn't given any updates on her condition, and she faces up to 10 years in a Russian prison. 
UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is coming back down to earth after his triumphant visit to Ukraine earlier this week. He attended parties that broke COVID lockdown rules, and now he's going to pay for it. London's Metropolitan Police announced it's slapping a fine on Johnson, as well as at least 30 others for what became known as Partygate. That's what people are calling the various illicit parties Johnson attended during lockdown, including his own birthday gathering on Downing Street in June 2020. As of now, it's unclear how much the fine will be. Some 6.5 million of Shanghai's 25 million residents will now be allowed to leave their homes after a strict two-week COVID lockdown. Trapped inside and running out of food, many residents have resorted to a nightly chorus of primal screams from high-rise apartment buildings. Some residents tell Fortune they're more scared of China's COVID measures than they are of the virus. The U.S. State Department has also ordered all non-emergency government staff to leave Shanghai at once. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at therefresh at insider.com. Coming up, would you buy a house without ever seeing it in person? Rebecca and I talk about this growing trend. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. New York Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin has been arrested. Appointed by New York Governor Kathy Hochul last September, Benjamin surrendered himself to police early this morning, according to the New York Times. Federal prosecutors say he was engaged in a, quote, bribery scheme using public funds for his own corrupt purposes. They say during a campaign several years ago, he tried to funnel state funds to a Harlem real estate investor in exchange for illegal campaign donations. Benjamin is on the ballot in New York's June primary. Mia Pancetto has pleaded guilty to a felony hate crime in New York. If you don't recall her name, let me refresh your memory. Last year, Pancetto tackled a black teenager in a New York City hotel after falsely accusing him of stealing her phone. That earned her the nickname Soho Karen. She also snapped at Gail King on national television while wearing a baseball cap that said daddy. Pancetto, who is 23, struck a plea deal and is avoiding jail time. Remember the Russian TV producer who burst onto the site of the nightly news with an anti-war sign last month? Marina Ovsyanakova was questioned for days and fined. She left her job but declined an offer of asylum in France. Now Ovsyanakova has been hired as a reporter by the German newspaper Die Welt covering, you guessed it, Russia and Ukraine. But she may still face more charges for her viral TV moment. In case you were just like away or ignoring all news, Britney Spears is having a baby. Congratulations to all of us. The 40-year-old pop star who hadn't been allowed to get pregnant while she was under her 13-year conservatorship announced on Instagram that she is expecting a child with her partner, actor Sam Asghari. Some sellers on Etsy are halting sales for a week to protest increased fees on the platform. The protest comes after Etsy raised its fee for vendors from 5% to 6.5% on Monday. A vendor named Christy Cassidy is leading the resistance. She wants to create something comparable to a union for sellers. She says she was inspired by the unionization efforts at Amazon and Starbucks. So, Rebecca, you're looking to buy a house, right? 
I am. My partner and I are looking to buy our very first house in Austin, Texas. Nice. So question for you. Would you purchase a home without first stepping foot in it? That's such a tough question because like, I don't know, but I also know that it's a growing trend, especially among people my age. I'm 34 in case anyone is guessing, but I'm not exactly sure it's for me. So help me break this down and maybe I can decide by the end. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. So Insider published a story by Philip King. He is a vice president at an online mortgage company, and he wrote about millennials buying houses sight unseen. In 2020, 63% of home buyers bought houses without ever seeing it in person. 63%. That's according to Redfin. Of course, that number was so high because everything was virtual in 2020. Thank you, pandemic. But those rates are still high today. According to Zillow, 40% of millennials say they are still comfortable buying a house virtually. Which is bonkers to me because home prices are soaring. Like the national medium price for a home right now is $369,000. And in Austin, the median home price is around $560-ish thousand dollars. And our real estate reporters here at Insider say I should expect to offer $40,000 more at least over asking to just remain competitive in this market. So with home prices so high, it doesn't exactly seem like the right time to risk all of your money, especially on a home you actually haven't seen in person. Yeah, exactly. These are high stakes, but some say it's the perfect time to do this and it might have some real benefits. For starters, like you said, the market is extremely competitive right now. So if you waste time viewing a house two or three times in person or even waiting to get something scheduled, someone may beat you to the punch and put in a bid. But if you look at a few videos of a house, take a virtual tour, that would probably take under an hour. And then less than an hour, you could put an offer on a house. You'd be acting quickly and you'd be more competitive in this crazy market. Yeah, and and that's a good point. It's also really great for people who are looking to move across the country. And being able to, you know, look at houses virtually without having to fly across the country makes it easier and fast. I mean, we're the online generation, so we're used to this kind of consumerism. Real estate agents record videos as they walk through the homes and they send them to prospective buyers. No big deal. And agents can even host live video tours on FaceTime so you can see everything that you would on an in-person tour. Yeah, but there is... A slight difference between buying a TV for a couple of hundred, maybe a few thousand dollars and buying a $300,000 house without ever seeing it. Like, yeah, I'm sure you can get a really great feel for a house in a video, but you know what you can't experience in virtual tours? Smells like I wouldn't be able to (laughs) smell. No, really, I wouldn't be able to smell mold, you know, like I would be able to smell it if I did a in-person walkthrough. You know, I need smell-o-vision. I need a scratch and sniff video. (laughs) No, that is so, so true. I mean, I read an article on Realtor.com by Wendy Shuchard, who writes a lot about the industry. She wrote an article about buying a house sight unseen last year. She had a 15-minute virtual tour and then bought the (laughs) home, which is wild to me. And when she flew across the country to see her new home for the first time, she found a lot that her virtual tour missed. She said the ceilings were lower, rooms were smaller, the countertops were laminate, ugh. (laughs) Not granite. The bathroom was customized for a short person and everything was covered in a layer of grime. She was super bummed. I was bummed reading this. (laughs) If I'm going to buy a house without ever seeing it in person, like I would have to go the extra mile to make sure I'm getting what I'm paying for. Yeah, for sure. Um, And and Shoe Chart actually lists some really good advice in that article. 
For example, she says you need to push your realtor to zoom in on every single inch of the house during your FaceTime call. She says you need to ask your realtor to walk around the entire property and even the neighborhood. And she says that a virtual tour shouldn't be just 15 minutes. And following that advice may be super helpful to battle this crazy market right now because according to our insider story, this trend is likely here to stay. So if you want to buy your dream home, you may have to be open to buying it without ever seeing it in person. Otherwise, someone might get to it before you. So Rebecca, bottom line, would you do it? Would you buy a house sight unseen? I mean, maybe there's a scenario where I find my absolute dream home and I'm super diligent about knowing everything I could before I put an offer in. But honestly, right now, I personally just wouldn't risk it. 